This is the Affirm America podcast, where we stand up and speak out affirming American excellence. Coming to you deep in the heart of the Midwest, located in an undisclosed log cabin on the outskirts of town, your host, Marquis Vandemark. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Affirm America podcast. I'm your host, Marquise Vandemark. Hey, it's uh, raining here in the Midwest today. A little bit chilly. But uh, the grass is very green, and it is springtime. Thanks for joining us today on the Affirm America podcast. If you haven't subscribed yet, you can go to AffirmAmerica.com. Drop your email address in there. We'll send you out a notice when a new episode comes out. You can reach me at Marquise at AffirmAmerica.com, M-A-R-Q-U-I-S at AffirmAmerica.com. All right, today's day's news that you can use, the top five headlines for this Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022. Number five, Trump endorsed J.D. Vance wins the GOP primary for the U.S. Senate contest in Ohio. J.D. Vance wins the Republican primary in Ohio. Mr. Vance, 37 years old, was declared the winner on Tuesday by the Associated Press in a seven-candidate race that had showcased the combative brand of conservatism Mr. Trump helped usher into the party. He benefited from millions of dollars in advertising financed by billionaire Peter Thiel, a technology entrepreneur. He'll be facing Tim Ryan, Ohio congressman representing Warren and Akron. Democrats are pinning their hopes that Ryan can become just the third Democrat to win a statewide partisan election in the past 12 years. Ohio is now poised to have one of the most expensive general elections for the Senate this year as one of the few states Democrats have even a slight hope of picking up a seat. So yesterday was uh, the kickoff of the primary season. Ohio was the first state to have the primaries, and it does show the power of Donald Trump's endorsement in a heavily contested seven-candidate race. J.D. Vance, endorsed by Donald Trump, came out on top. So this tells us that the Trump excitement, is the energy is still there in his base because his words do ring true to the Trump supporters. And the great state of Ohio is a strong red state. And this just goes to show us that his endorsements do have power and strength if anybody has any doubts. All right, headline number four, a look at the leaked opinion. Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. The draft opinion is outstanding. If something like it becomes the opinion of the court, that will be a victory for constitutional self-government. The rule of law, and most importantly for justice, Roe v. Wade was wrong on the day it was decided. Nothing in our Constitution protects a right to choose lethal violence in the womb. But Justice Alito makes clear neither argument has any constitutional basis nor any authority in precedent. 
The draft document lays bare the lack of any legal or constitutional basis for abortion rights. It strips Roe and Casey of authority. It declaims the court's earlier arrogance in claiming that it had a right to settle the abortion question for the nation. The draft document states, This court's inability to end debate on the issue should not have been surprising. This court cannot bring about the permanent resolution of a rancorous national controversy simply by dictating a settlement and telling the people to move on. Justice Alito from the draft opinion, Roe was egregiously wrong from the start. Its reasoning was exceptionally weak, and the decision has had damaging consequences. So again, the Supreme Court spoke, and the American people need to realize that this is a debate that is going to split regardless down the middle for most people. Those that support abortions are not going to be happy, and those who are opposed to it will be happy of the decision. And we have to accept the constitutional results of the Supreme Court. That's how our government works. Not to be radical, not to leak the opinion before the time is right. These are all tactics of the far radical left. They don't get their way, and they scream and shout like little children. They burn cities down. They get violent. They knock on Supreme Court doors. They scream and shout just like little children that can't get their way. They're very immature. They're showing their true colors, and everybody in the entire world can see it. So the Supreme Court is what it is, and if we believe in our rules of government in the Constitution, then we need to be able to accept those rules as they come down from the Supreme Court. Otherwise, we do not have a country. We do not have a Constitution. We do not have a nation of rules and laws. As we go into this political season, let's see exactly what happens from the far left. We're already seeing their tactics right now. Already they're speaking in one voice. They're talking about ending the filibuster. And it's very typical of the radical far left. They're here to divide. They're here to tear down. And they're, t they're here to destroy our nation. That is their goal. All right. Headline number three, left revealed as the genuine extremists on abortion. Fox News, President Biden on Tuesday declared he is not prepared to leave the issue of privacy to the whims of the public in local areas, warning that a draft Supreme Court opinion overturning Roe v. Wade was a radical decision that would jeopardize a whole range of rights. If Roe were overturned, decisions about the legal status of abortion would be left the individual states. Rona McDaniel, make no mistake, Joe Biden and Democrats in Congress are abortion extremists, pushing taxpayer-funded, on-demand, and unlimited abortion up until the moment of birth and after. RNC Research, Fox News, right now, the U.S. is one of eight countries in the world that allow elective abortion after 20 weeks. 
their abortion for all act would allow a baby to be aborted up until the moment of birth and even allow abortion for no other reason than the sex, race, or Down syndrome diagnosis of the child. Not only that, they would force a pro-life doctor to perform the abortion by threatening their livelihood, and they would force pro-life taxpayers to pay for it. Think of the cruelty of that position based on what we know about the unborn child with today's modern medical science. At 22 days, a baby has a heartbeat. At eight weeks, an unborn baby has well-formed brain. By 12 weeks, the baby is fully formed. And at 15 weeks, the baby has a nose, eyelids, eyebrows, and can feel pain. So what seems to be left out in this whole discussion is the child's rights. What about the baby in the womb? Doesn't that person, that individual, that boy or that girl have rights themselves? Why is it always just the mother? Relationships that may be non-principled have all the rights. What about the moral authority of the parent, their responsibility to their own physical bodies? They say, my body, my choice. But what if they're not using their body in a principled moral fashion? So let us look at the child's rights, not just the mother's rights or the father's rights. So to think that the baby itself does not have any rights is just folly. All right, headline number two. Senate Democrats push to eliminate filibuster and enshrine Roe and abortion. Senate Democratic candidates on Monday immediately called for eliminating the filibuster and passing legislation to protect abortion rights after Politico published what it said was a draft Supreme Court majority opinion that would strike down Roe v. Wade. Democrats need to act now, end the filibuster, codify Roe, and defend reproductive freedom, tweeted Wisconsin Democrat Sarah Godlewski, the state's treasurer. This fight is too urgent. Democrats have to act quickly. Get rid of the filibuster to pass the Women's Health Protection Act and finally codify Roe into law, tweeted Pennsylvania John Fetterman, the state lieutenant governor. We cannot afford to wait. Bernie Sanders, Congress must pass legislation that codifies Roe versus Wade as the law of the land in this country now. And if there aren't 60 votes in the Senate to do it, and there are not, we must end the filibuster to pass it with 50 votes. Democrat Rep. Cory Bush, abolish the filibuster and force pro-life Americans to fund abortions for pregnant people. Ben Shapiro, find you someone who loves you the way the left loves killing pre-born babies. Okay, so there you go. That's the left. This is, um, this is how they roll. They want to break the rules any way they can because they don't believe in the American idea of constitutional government. They only believe in getting their own way, their own power, what they think is right for them and their small group of constituents. I'm sure Joe Manchin is going to be at the top of the list. So I uh, would recommend everybody to give Joe Manchin's, Joe Manchin's office a call. Make sure you call and voice your opinion there. Telephone number there at the 
switchboard at uh, the White House is 202-224-3121. You can call in uh, representing your own state. That's okay. He's a national senator that passes laws. Give him your opinion about the abortion and tell him not to break the filibuster. That number again is 202-224-3121. All right, headline number one. Chief Justice Roberts tasks the marshal of the court to investigate the leak. National Review. Whether you like the overturning of Roe versus Wade or you hate it, everybody should loathe Supreme Court decisions getting leaked before the ruling is officially announced. Chief Justice John Roberts says the Supreme Court will investigate the release of a draft opinion that would strike down Roe versus Wade and called the episode a singular and egregious breach of trust. This was a singular and egregious breach of that trust that is an affront to the court and the community of public servants who work here. I have directed the marshal of the court to launch an investigation into the source of the leak, Robert said in a statement Tuesday. McConnell, whoever committed that lawless act, knew exactly what it could bring about. Everybody knows what kind of climate the far left is trying to fuel. Hugh Hewitt, that's what the leaker put at risk, the rule of law. Shame on them. Shame on everyone, no matter how distressed, who do not condemn that leak. It is a strike, a blow against the rule of law, and it's a day that will live in infamy in court, and that's in the United States history. So the marshals, I hope they find who it is. I'm sure they will actually pretty quickly. It's a very small group of people that they have to find out who leaked it. Could have been a, um, a staff member. Now, if it turns out to be one of the justices, which may be a possibility too, there's actually not very much that can be done about it. But that individual will have lost a lot of credibility if it was one of the justices. Most likely, it's probably one of the uh, staff members that works in the courts, and uh, we'll find out here very soon. And hopefully that person will not profit from any book deals, will not end up on MSNBC as a commentator, will not be looked at as a hero from the left, but will be disbarred from any future attorney privileges and will be shunned by both the left and the right because it tears at the very fabric of our court system. This was egregious, it's uncalled for, and the American system of government will never, ever be the same as a result of it. This was a terrible thing that happened, and the consequences should be swift and just. Okay, those are your top five headlines for this Wednesday, May the 4th, 2022. I'm your host, Marquise Vandermark, and we'll see you again tomorrow for day's news that you can use. Have a wonderful day, and God bless you. This is the Affirm America podcast with your host, Marquis Vandermark. And let's never forget, America is great, and we affirm it. 